Yo, what is up, beautiful soul? Thank you for tuning in again to another episode of To Unbecome 101, where has become whole and dreams become reality. Yo, it's episode six. Yo, how do I keep going? That's today's topic. We're going to talk about perseverance, how to keep going. Last week, we talked about what we are committed to, how to determine and identify what we're committed to based on the things we talk about. Okay, so now we're going to dive a little bit deeper. So consider this part two. But before we begin, yo, run that intro. Welcome to Unbecome 101, the home to the lost, the isolated, forgotten, and the outsider who is trapped in the cycle of personal development. I am your host, Alfred J, and I'm here for the facilitation of ego and identity rehabilitation through unbecoming your original self. Yo, people talk about it, but may not know exactly where to or how to begin. And that's exactly what I'm here for. And prior to us getting started, most importantly overall, I want to express my highest gratitude for allowing me into your aura and your space. Let's begin. Yo, what is up, beautiful soul? Let's go ahead and dive deep. Before we continue with our dive, I want to address exactly what we are talking to. We live in a realm of duality, and I'm sure most of you know that, right? Most of you understand that you could be sitting in a quiet room and you can be talking inside your mind. Who am I? What am I? Why am I here? Right? So that I am, those questions we ask within our minds, it is a representation of the soul. Also, another piece of proof and evidence of the realm of duality is that in one moment, we are in life with our heart pulsing and our lungs breathing and our hair is flowing and our eyes has have this glimmer inside of it, right? It, it shows us that life is in the body. And then in another moment, uh, life escapes the body and the body stays here still uh, without that energy source attached to the body uh, any longer so that's how that's how we can tell uh, that we live in a duality right one moment we're here one moment we're not and the hugest mystery is that where do we go you know where do we go afterwards nobody knows and we've been trying to figure this out for centuries people for centuries right for thousands of years actually right so i just wanted to throw that out there to let you guys know that we're speaking directly to the soul not your identity not your bank accounts not your labels not your titles not your careers not your faith or your belief systems we're talking directly to your soul last week we talked about what is commitment yo what am i committed to and one of the ways we can identify the things and the aspects of life that we're committed to is by checking our topics of conversation. What com- what type of conversations are we having, you know, with our spouses and our intimate connections and our friends and on social media? What type of conversations do we find ourselves in? That's one way to identify it. This week, I wanted to talk about another additional way to identify what you're committed to. Uh, I guarantee you, if you check your bank account, you'd be able to tell exactly what you're committed to. Because whatever we spend our money on, obviously we're committed to it. We'll literally go out, completely out of our way uh, to, you know, sustain a habit or to sustain uh, the ongoing purchasing cycle that we have towards an item or an object or conversation or an identity or whatever the case. We literally buy into 
our identities. We buy into our titles. We buy into the things we believe in. So we literally can tell exactly what we're committed to based on our bank accounts and how we spend our money. Uh, commitment based on Merriam-Webster's definition is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or an activity. All right. And understanding this, that understanding that this is a state of being allows you to know that it can be captured and held, trained, conditioned. You can condition yourself to be committed to something and to uh, actually embrace the state of commitment. And I want you to also pay attention to the fact that this definition does not, I repeat, it does not say that uh, when things are perfect, when things feel right, when things make complete sense, be committed, be dedicated, be devoted. It doesn't say that. So, okay, so commit, we, we must understand that commitment is far much more than what we feel like should be right. Okay. Cause sometimes you're just not going to be in the mood to be committed to that thing. And, uh, but you, you we have to develop a sense of, I'm going to do this regardless of the external conditions. I'm going to do this regardless of what my mind is trying to tell me not to do. I'm going to do this regardless of what people have to say about what I'm doing, because it's a message that wants to come through me. It's a creativity. It's, it's a creation that wants to come through me. It's a book that wants to come through me. It's a new uh, uh, job that wants to come through me. It's a new relationship that wants to come through me. Right. So we have to be committed to those things, regardless of external circumstances. Yo, how do I keep going? As I stated a few moments ago, we're talking about perseverance this go around. We, we already know what commitment is. We already know what dedication is, devotion is. But how do we keep going when that devotion dwindles down? When that commitment, when that layer of commitment, when we uh, d detach ourselves from the vibration, from the energy field of commitment, when we detach ourselves or when we feel like we're not attuned to it, how do we keep going? All right. Especially in a time like now, I know most of you, we, we see what's happening in our world, in our society, in humanity right now. Gas prices are stupid right now. We got wars going on right now. We're still in the remnants of a pandemic right now. Uh, um, the economy is jacked up. The housing market is piping hot, uh, piping hot right now. And it's difficult for people to move forward in purchasing a home and looking for a job and creating something new and, um, establishing a relationship is hard for us to do it right now because number one nobody knows exactly how to get through this moment of human history nobody does we're all just trying our best we're all just trying our best and we're trying to tune into leaders that have some type of uh sustainment or some type of commitment that we can uh get up under and essentially reciprocate that same exact type of commitment uh, to whatever it is we're trying to find commitment to, right? And um, and on top of all of those other issues, I wanted to lay out another plethora uh, of issues, another group of issues that we're all dealing with right now, whether it's you pursuing a goal and a dream, whether it's you working on your marriage and your intimate connections, parenthood, or maybe it's you're at a job that you dislike, 
right? How do you keep going? How do you persevere? Maybe you're dealing with a project that you've been working on for quite some time now, or maybe you're in college or, you know, um, any any of these aspects, any of these realms, the, the key question we, we're asking ourselves is, how do I keep going? How do I persevere? And I'm not going to be long before you today. I promise I'm not. But let's go ahead and dive in. Um, I just wanted to bring up a few personal examples, right? I want to use my life as an example uh, for this episode. So I remember sometime, it was about 10 years ago, uh, me and my wife had just met and we were dating at the time. I had moved from Charlotte, North Carolina to Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Uh, You know, we started living together, um, me, her, and our daughter, and rent was due, right? We had bills that were due, uh, but we didn't have income at the time either. Right. So we were in this really weird pocket of life. But the only thing that I had that we had access to, the only resource that I had access to was a I'm laughing at myself, y'all was a military uh, credit card. So we drove all the way from Winston-Salem, North Carolina to Fayetteville, North Carolina to go onto the military base. And I purchased, um, I don't know, maybe 10, <laughs> like ten hundred dollar gift cards or something like that. I can't remember specifically the specific details, but we purchased all of these credit cards, all of these gift cards, rather. They were gift cards uh, just to bring them back, uh, you know, home to flip it, to flip those gift cards into rent payment. Right. Uh, And on top of that, our car payment was due and uh, we were a little bit behind. So we went to uh, an organization uh, called Crisis to seek help. Right. And so we showed them our finances. We showed them the things that we were dealing with. We showed them the resources we had or didn't have. And we were sure that they were going to help us. But I mean, because this the program literally is built to help people that were in the position that we were in. Right. So we were completely expecting some type of help. We were wrong. (laughs) We were completely wrong. In fact, they came back to us and said that we were too far behind for help. They said we were too far behind for help. How do you think we felt in that moment? We were crushed, right? Our our dreams were shattered. We, We had no idea on how we were going to move forward. And it wasn't just us. It wasn't just me and my wife. It was our daughter too. So we had a whole child to take care of, to feed and to nurture. And we were completely at a loss of how we were going to move forward. Right. Another instance last year, 2021, uh, like I said, the world is shifting. Society is shifting. We have to take that into accountability. Okay. Uh, None of us, even, even the older generation, they don't know how to get through this situation. I mean, yeah, sure. They, they, some of them may have money, uh, to be able to coast through this situation. Um, but psychologically and emotionally and spiritually uh, how do we persevere how do we move forward right and last year around october september october i was going through a severe state of anxiety and depression and i couldn't function as a husband any longer i couldn't function as a father any longer i couldn't function as a creator uh, as a co-creator of, of, of life, of the things that I like to aspirationally, you know, progress towards, I, I, I just couldn't pour out anymore. I was completely burnt out. 
and to the point where I wanted to commit suicide, that I felt like that was the only way out was to take myself out. So instead of doing that, I turned myself into uh, the VA hospital, uh, the, the, the VA psych ward, and I stayed there for about a week without my phone, without my clothes, uh, without contact to my family. And I sat there. I, I ate food that I disliked, uh, but I had to you know, get through it because obviously this moment was necessary for me to pretty much take a pause and reevaluate myself. It was a very, it, it was a high introspective moment. I was able to uh, remember portions of my childhood again during that time. I was able to understand why I behaved in a certain way or spoke in a certain way. I revisited myself in a way that I never had before that encounter, right? Um, but just in saying that, what allowed me to get through that moment of wanting to commit suicide is turning away from everything uh, that the world was throwing at me. So, I mean, I'm talking about social media, employment, relationships, fatherhood, all everything that I, all of the labels, all of the titles, all of the things that I was involved in, I turned away from it for just a quick second to look inwardly. Um, to see exactly where I was in life. And, and I think that's one of the most vital things we can do when we have that question. Yo, how do I keep going? When we're at that state of how do I keep going? Maybe that's a moment to take a pause. I mean, because that's a really good question to ask yourself, right? And with the world we live in, we're used to being able to hop on Google or Instagram or TikTok, and we can ask questions to the majority and we can essentially get a quick response back, right? Um, so when we ask these questions, sometimes we, we just want an immediate answer, but perhaps we receive this question uh, from the universe and, it spe and the universe literally uses our mind and uses our mouth to ask this question to ourselves. Yo, how do I move forward? How do I keep going? And it's like, until we ask that question, the answer won't be activated. So it's, it's imperative for us to ask that question, even when we don't fit, like even when our emotions are um, <laughs> out of whack, essentially, right? We're not emotionally stable in a sense. You know, our mind is all over the place. We want to quit. We just want to give up. Nothing makes sense. Even in that realm, that's a good place to be. Why? Because we activate the answers for our soul. And I'm not talking about your human answers. I'm not talking about human answers. I'm talking about soul level answers. The type of answers that not only helps you make it through, but it helps other people make it through. You got to understand it's 8 billion of us here. So one of the issues that you're going through one of the issues, one of the areas that you are essentially uh, progressing through or persevering through is literally your area of expertise to turn it back and give it to somebody else when they're in the moment of asking how they gonna make it through. So that's what it's all about. It's literally about giving back uh, to yourself uh, and to others, essentially, right? Um, but it's not an easy thing to do. 
Why? Because of our emotions and our thoughts. And I understand how you may feel when you're asking yourself, yo, how do I keep going? Your, your money might be looking funny right now and gas price is crazy, right? But you got to go to work. Your, your money looking crazy right now, but your baby's got to eat. You're, like, you love your wife, you love your husband, but maybe your history is too tainted or it feels like your history is too tainted to move forward. Like you, you don't see yourself being with nobody else but this person. And even with your desires and even with your flaws, you still want this connection to work. And so you ask yourself, how do I keep going? And maybe going back to finances, maybe in that same realm of marriage, in that same real realm of intimate connection, and and you want to go seek help, you want to go go to therapy, you want to find a community to, to connect to, to help you both get through and move forward. But maybe your finances aren't in the right place for you to find help, for you to locate help. And that's a real reality for a lot of us out here. That's what that's a real reality for a lot of us out here. Some of us don't have friends to run to. Some of us don't have communities to run to. But at the end of the day, we do have somebody to talk to. So I just want you I encourage you to look in your phone, your emails, and even on social media. If I mean if this question is hitting you that hard to the point you don't know how to move forward, reach out to somebody. That's that's point number one. That's practical exercise number one. Reach out to somebody. Talk to somebody, especially if you are in an emotional state or a psychological psychological state to the point where you want to harm yourself or you want to harm somebody else. Talk to somebody like even if in that moment of you talking to somebody, you just open up your mouth. and You say, yo, I want to kill myself like just to get those words out. Some people may flinch or cringe when they hear stuff like that, but that's exactly what needs to happen because, again, we're not talking to the human body vehicle. We're talking to the soul. It is the soul that needs to wake up. It is the soul that needs to take completely over, but it's hard because we have to get past the several layers of the human body vehicle in thought form and emotional form, all right? And another way we can move forward is recalibrating ourselves meaning go back to your why all right go back to your why why do you want to succeed with writing this book why do you want to graduate from college why do you want to keep this relationship move forward in this relationship why what is your why all right also, we want to recalibrate ourselves with a different how. Maybe the way that you have been doing it, maybe the way you have been studying, maybe the way you have been searching for employment, maybe the way you have been searching for financial freedom, it, it's not working for a reason. Maybe it's, it's time for you to pause, readjust your soul, your emotions, and your mind so that you can Go into a different realm. Okay, so go into a different realm. What does that mean? What does that practically mean? What I mean by going into a different realm is that, all right, so you've been pursuing this thing for maybe five years, 10 years, however long, 
right? Doesn't matter what the thing is. I've already listed them several times throughout uh, the, the episode so far, but it doesn't matter the thing that you are looking to move forward in. But perhaps, I know a lot of times we will say, you know, quitters never win. If you quit, then you'll never succeed, X, Y, Z. And I totally agree with that because if you quit at something, then how can you ever win at it? I mean, you literally take yourself out of the race, right? And But I want you to know that that in itself is a conditioning, all right, from an old paradigm, all right, we we operating in a whole different human society. The earth literally paused and said, yo, what y'all been doing ain't working for me. <laughs> the earth said, yo, the way y'all been living on top of me, it ain't working for me. So let me pause everything real quick, right? So, and I'm saying this to say that, I'm about to curse at you real quick. I'm saying this to say that it's okay to quit. It's okay to quit. Now, I'm not saying quit at life and just give up on life. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you have been pursuing gardening and it hasn't worked for five or 10 years, it's okay to quit it and readjust and go into something else. Maybe gardening isn't your gift. Maybe talking about gardening is your gift. Maybe teaching gardening is your gift. You understand? You see where I'm going? Like, like if you were pursuing music, everybody can't be a music artist. Because if everybody was a music artist, then we wouldn't have any listeners. So somebody got to be a listener. Somebody got to be an A&R. Somebody got to write up the contracts. Somebody got to set up the venues. Somebody got to run the lights. Somebody got to be the fashion designers. Somebody got to do the other portions of the music industry. You feel me? So if you have been pursuing music five, 10 years, whatever. The amount of time does not matter. If you've been doing it for a long time and you keep getting no, keep getting no, keep getting stopped, and you keep coming back to the answer, uh, the question of, yo, how do I keep going? Well, readjust your how. Readjust how you get into the industry. Readjust how, because think about this, man. It's, it's several, it's several writers. Just sticking to the example of being in the music industry. It's several writers that were uh ghost writers people who wrote the songs behind the scenes and they wrote like that for years until they got their shine their their time to shine to be the front artist to be the front the the, the face of the label right but it took time for them to get there and it took them a different route to get into the industry so you have to readjust your how and just because you readjust your how and readjust your why doesn't mean that it's not meant for you. It's just uh, the universe is testing your will. Are you willing to adjust? Are you willing to bend but not break? Are you willing to be committed to the thing that you said you're committed to regardless of external conditions, thoughts, and emotions? Because it's going to happen. The patterns of humanity have shown that. We're going to deal with thoughts. We're going to deal with irrational thoughts. We're going to deal with uh, emotional instability sometimes. We're going to deal with the changes of life. It's constant. The only thing that's constant in this world is change. <laughs> you understand? So it's okay to readjust your how. It's okay to readjust how you get to your point. And I think that's one of the things that's stopping us because we, we see it, especially on social media. We see... Uh, authors and you know motivational speakers and 
pastors and uh, music artists and models, we see how they have done it and we want to repeat the process. Not even paying attention to the fact that we are different from them, right? Each human experience is unique. So the way you get to your point, the way you get through life is going to look a little different from everybody else. And that's okay, all right? That's okay. Life is like a big smoothie, all right? We got all these different fruits in here and we blended it up to make it taste good, all right? So it's okay for your fruit to be different. That's all right. So to sum it up, succeed at something else. Like success isn't scarcity. And regardless of what the news says, regardless of what your bank account says, regardless of what social media says, regardless of the patterns of humanity, yo, there is not a scarcity in money. You want to know how I know? Because money is just numbers. It's literally just numbers. It could be rebooted. It could be restarted. It can go to zero. It can go to 100,000. It can go to 100 million. And then it can drop back down to 50,000. Like it's, it's just numbers that fluctuate. So, and it's all about your value. It's all about what you bring to the table, what you bring to the table for that to be attracted back to you. Now, does it happen quick, fast, in a hurry? Sometimes it does, but most times it doesn't, especially if you're bringing something with high value into the world. Delayed gratification is the common uh, stamp you'll see for a lot of leaders uh, that create like legacy type wealth. All right. And legacy type success. You feel me? But aside from the money, aside from success, uh, and, and, and when we say success, I know a lot of times we want to think on this massive scale. Right. But this morning when you brush your teeth, hopefully you did <laughs> this morning when you brush your teeth, you successfully did that. This morning when you made your bed, you successfully did that. This morning when you coached yourself to po- to think positive about yourself, you successfully did that. So success is not what we think it is. It's, it's a continuation. Success, I like that there's this, there's this quote I like to say, success is not a predestined moment in the future. Success is an ongoing process. It's a continuation of unfolding yourself, okay? It's a continuation of participating in your unfolding of who you are at the soul level, okay? Don't allow your eyes to be tricked by exactly what you're becoming to be, okay? Um, Another thing I wanted to say is I I, want to encourage you to get around other people like you. Get around like-minded people. Get around people that are going to um, cheer you on. And, and I'm not talking about yes, man. I'm not talking about a yes, man. I'm not talking about that. Every, every time you create something, every time you build something, somebody say, yeah, that's a good idea. No, that's, I'm not talking about that type of person. I'm talking about people that want to see you win. Okay. It's, it's, it's this energy, obviously this energy source, like you, you look at, uh, the NBA players right now, you, do you think the Lakers are in the, uh, locker room? tearing each other down or do you think that lebron is coaching everybody in that room like he wants everybody to be on that level of yo let's go hard and i remember watching this documentary with um with michael jordan and most of his teammates obviously they had some high regard towards him you know they had some beautiful things to say about him or whatever the case but most common what you've seen uh his teammates saying is that man he was mean <laughs> 
like he was mean because he was mean. He, he was he was hard on them. And he was being hard on them because he was applying pressure in practice so that they are they were already accustomed to the pressure prior to getting on the court. He he allowed them or essentially forced them to raise their vibration, raise their value so that they are ready to be winners at any given moment when the ball is bouncing on the court. You feel me? So we got to get around winners. We got to get around people that are just like us that want to see us win because that's how we keep going. If you see yourself being solo and alone, even right now, man, you listening to this podcast, subscribe to the podcast, follow the show. I, like me and my family, me, us here at To Unbecome 101, we'll love to coach you on. We'll love to push you and cheer you on to, to, for you to reach your goals and for you to reach uh, your purpose and for your purpose to unfold out of you. Man, right here at To Unbecome 101, we want you to win. You feel me? Um, but that's all I have for today. I didn't want to draw it out too much, but hopefully you got something from this episode today, this week. Uh, if so, as I said, follow the show, subscribe to the show, share with a neighbor, share with somebody, right? And we'll see you back next week. Love you. Peace.